calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. gals with gills and friends with flukes. It's that time again. Time for another fin-tickling episode of Tales with a Whale, the only podcast hosted by a genuine blue whale. That's me, Betty the Blue Whale, coming at you like always from the famous underwater studio at the bottom of the Flukerville Ocean. And did you hear that, folks? We have a very special treat today. Because joining our excellent ensemble, the All Clam Jam Band, is my brother, Billy the Blue Whale, who's going to be singing with the band today. Thanks for joining us, Billy. Let's hear some more of that sweet, sweet blue whale music. Fantastic! Folks, if this is your first time listening, I'm your host, marine biologist slash blue whale Betty. You may know me from my adventures with that plucky pair, Xavier and Atlas, from the Whale of a Tale series available from Go Kid Go. Well, on this podcast, we talk all about our amazing oceans and the incredible creatures that live in it. <laughs> you said it, Billy. Isn't Billy a great singer, everyone? Thanks for joining us today. You know, I will always be proud of you. <sighs> well, that's fair. I probably deserved that one. Okay, everyone, time to get this show moving. And let's start tonight, like we do every night, with one of my favorite segments, Blue Whales, Fact or Fluke, where I drop some tantalizing tidbits about blue whales, just like me and Billy. So we've talked a lot about whale body parts in the past. So today, I thought we'd talk about what blue whale eyes are like. Did you know that a blue whale eye is about six inches across? Maybe that sounds big, but remember, a blue whale is huge, the biggest animal on Earth, and we can be up to 100 feet long. So, compared to our size, our eyes are actually relatively small. In fact, blue whales don't see very well compared to other animals on land. Like humans, we can see about 35 feet underwater, and 
Our eyes don't even see that well when they're out of water. But because it's very dark down in the ocean where we spend so much time, that doesn't really matter. We're actually very well adapted to our watery home, and we have excellent hearing, which we rely on more than our eyesight. That's right, Billy. We have excellent hearing, which helps us hear the sounds and songs of our fellow whales. We touched on this in another episode, but blue whales are the loudest creatures on the whole planet, and our sounds can travel 500 miles or more. Okay, folks, speaking of sounds, you know what that sound means. It's time for our main story of the episode. And since it's Monday, that means it's time to meet another incredible ocean-going creature in our weekly Sea Creature Feature segment. And for today's show, we've sent our sidekick and roving reporter, Bubbles the Seahorse, to the coast of the Pacific Northwest of the United States to meet today's guest. Bubbles, are you there? Howdy, Betty. Yep, I'm here off the coast of Washington State. And wow, this critter I'm looking at sure is a strange one. It looks like a big feather from a bird or maybe a fan sticking straight up out of the ground. And it's a beautiful shade of orange. Um, what is it? Hey, Bubbles. Thanks for swimming up to see today's guest. And today's creature sure is an interesting one. It's called an orange sea pen. The orange sea pen is found along the western coast of the United States, from Alaska all the way down to Southern California. And it got that nickname because it really does look like a feather. A long time ago, they made quill pens from feathers. Maybe you've seen pictures of those quill pens before. Pretty funny, right? Anyway, there are so many interesting facts about the sea pen. The orange sea pen almost looks like a plant since it sticks itself to the bottom of the ground and seems to sway gently with the currents. But actually, the sea pen is an animal. Well, actually, actually, it's a group of animals. The sea pen isn't just one creature. Nope. It's really a colony of a bunch of tiny creatures called polyps that live on top of each other and all work together. Each kind of polyp has a different job to do, and they all work together to form one big creature. But it takes a long time for a sea pen to grow. In one year, a sea pen will only grow to about one inch tall. But they'll eventually grow to about 18 inches over the course of its 10-year lifespan. They also produce about a million eggs over its lifespan to ensure the survival of the species. Whew, wow, that's a lot of eggs. The sea pen has eight branching tentacles, which are what make it look the most like a feather. The currents of the water will sweep plankton towards the sea pen, which are then caught up by its tentacles. And just because the sea pen plants itself into the ground doesn't mean it can't move. It actually can inflate itself with water and float away. Or it can shrink itself up very small and dig itself into the ground to keep itself safe from predators. The sea pen has another interesting way of keeping itself safe. The sea pen can emit a flash of light. 
Do you remember when we talked about bioluminescence in a previous episode? Well, the C-Pen can do that too, startling any potential predators with a surprise burst of light. <laughs> Pretty neat, right? Well, folks, that music means it's time to wrap up another fun and fact-filled edition of Tales with a Whale. I want to thank Bubbles the Seahorse, the All Clam Jam Band, and a special thanks to my brother Billy for joining us and gracing us with some of his beautiful whale songs. Thanks, brother. And don't forget, if you're looking for more super shows, be sure to visit us at Go Kid Go, wherever you get your podcasts. There's always a new adventure waiting to be discovered. Hey, Billy, I've got a quick question before you go. Do you know why whales like to swim in salt water? Because Pepper makes us sneeze. <laughs> well, sorry, Billy, but the audience liked it. See you all on the next episode. Until then, happy swimming. Woohoo! Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.